the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Good evening and welcome to Contending for the Faith. We're the cutting-edge Christian apologetic ministry addressing the issues and challenges facing today's church. And we are live, live for the next hour with your host, Bay Area pastor, lecturer, counselor, and expert on the cults, Dr. Jerry L. Buckner. My name is Gary Bell, and we're inviting you to call in with your questions, your comments, and all your concerns. Our toll-free number is 1-888-F-O-R-K-F-A-X. That's one 888 Three six seven five three two nine. Don't be shy. Pick up that phone. Let us know what's on your mind. Again, that number is one eight 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 F O R K F A X. Well, in Luke chapter fourteen and in verse twenty four, what does Jesus mean by his statement? None of these men. Apparently, it has historical applications. And present day applications. And what are the different things we can learn from this? Not only in the church, as well as outside the church. Well, folks, for the answer to this and much, much more, stay tuned. For we are not pretending. We are contending for the faith. Dr. Buckner, how are you tonight? Brother Gary, I'm truly blessed. And thank you so much for that uh, introduction. And we want to thank everybody out there in Radio Land for joining us for another edition of Contending for the Faith. I'm your host, Dr. Jerry L. Buckner, and we trust that you will be blessed by our program tonight. As Brother Gary has said, we are going to be looking at Luke chapter 14, verse 24. And we want to encourage you to get your Bibles out and to look with us at this important verse of Scripture. <clears throat> It says here in Luke chapter 14, verse 24, Jesus said, For I say unto you that none of those men, notice that, that none of those men which were bitten shall taste of my supper. May the Lord add a blessing to the reading and edification and exhortation of his holy word. Here is an absolute exclusive uh, teaching of the whole company of the first people invited to come to Jesus' guests. But this exclusion doesn't apply to every Jew unless they reject Jesus too. Here is a large percentage of Jews today who still reject the invitation of Jesus Christ It tells us in Romans 11 and verse 5, it talks about the remnant according to the election of grace. Oh, that's a very important scripture, the remnant according to the election of grace. Oh, those who come to know Jesus, they come to know him because of God's grace. It's not because of works. It's not because of who you are, what you are, but it's because of his grace. And that even applies to Jews as well as Gentiles. 
this scripture is telling us that there will only be a small remnant who will get saved in the end because the majority of Jews today are still rejecting the salvation plan and invitation of Jesus Christ. And even Gentiles, many Gentiles are doing the same thing too. In Luke 14, verses 15 through 24, this is a free grace, mercy, God chapter to both Jews and Gentiles who will come to accept Jesus as their personal Lord and Savior. You see, God wants the church to be filled and also eternity to be filled. So if anyone rejects the message of the church on earth, they will also reject the message of eternity in heaven. So what I want to do is share with you in the body of my message four vital questions to share with you in relationship to Luke 14 and verse 24. And these are vital questions, salvational questions, that everyone has to answer, as well as I want to talk about this in the light of Luke 14 and verse 24. First question is, what does Jesus mean when he says, none of those men? What does he mean by that? None of those men. This cannot be understood as meaning that no Jew would be saved, but that none of those who had treated Jesus in the manner as they these rebellious Jews did in rebelling against Jesus. And that applies to us today, those who are in rebellion against God and those who or turning down his invitation will be just like these Jews in the first century. They will lose their salvation for all eternity. That's why he says, none of these, none of those men. Is that you? None of those men? None of those men. So that's the first question. What does he mean by none of those men? Those who are in consistent rejection of Jesus. That's the what he's talking about when he says, none of those men those who are in consistent rebellion against the Lord. Question two, what does Jesus mean by saying none of those men? Well, he means those who willfully and deliberately on an ongoing basis decide to reject the true offer of the gospel to be saved. You know, there are people who are deliberately, willfully, rejecting, and they are blasphemous against the Holy Spirit trying to uh, bring them to salvation. And this is what he's talking about when he says none of those men, those who are deliberately in rebellion, willfully in rebellion, and they, they live in rebellion, and they live willfully and deliberately against the Lord, And these people are none of those men. Now, thirdly, the third question, what does Jesus mean by none of those men? It means those who dangerously grieve away the Holy Spirit. How often God forsakes 
and abandons forever the sinner who has been once awakened and who grieves the Holy Spirit on a consistent basis. The invitation is full and free, the two Fs, full and free. But when it, when one rejects the gospel and people turn willfully away from it, then God leaves them to their own choices, and they drown in destruction and eternal separation from God throughout eternity. This grieving of the Holy Spirit is best described by Stephen, uh, Stephen in Acts chapter 7, verse 51. When he was speaking and preaching an apologetic sermon, one of the greatest apologetic sermons to the religious Jewish leaders, he says in verse 51, these are the words he used, stiff-necked it and uncircumcised in heart and ears, you do always. Now, he's, notice he says, always. This is a consistent, deliberate rebellion. Always resist the Holy Spirit as your fathers did, so do you. And they ended up stoning him to death because of that great apologetic message. And so this grieving of the Holy Spirit is someone constantly not listening to the Holy Spirit trying to woo them into the kingdom, trying to convict them into the kingdom, to draw them into the kingdom. And there are stiff-necked people today like that today who are always resisting the power of the Holy Spirit to bring them to Christ. Are you those people today? You need to repent and turn to the Lord and make sure that you're not resisting the Holy Spirit's power to bring you to him. The fourth and final question, what does Jesus mean by none of those men? These men will will be those men, none of those men, will be those men ultimately who will literally, and I mean this in the generic sense, men and women, who will ultimately be described in Revelation chapter 20 and verses 11 through 15, who will stand before God in the great white throne judgment and will be those men who will be cast into the lake of fire and will be separated from God throughout eternity because they willfully and rebelliously refuse Jesus' invitation to salvation and to dine with him throughout eternity. Let me say this in conclusion. Let me kind of like break this down to you in relationship to this passage of Scripture in Luke 14 and 24. It fits right into Revelation 3 and 20. Jesus says, I stand at the door and knock. Now, he says, he goes on to say, if. Now, the word if means to choose. As he stands at the door of your heart to knock at that door so you will let him in, he says, if, that means you have to choose to open the door because he's trying to speak to you through the Holy Spirit. Now, one of the points I said is grieving the Holy Spirit and resisting the Holy Spirit. So when he says, if any man hear my voice and open the door, So that's your responsibility. God's responsibility is to stand at the door and knock. 
at your heart. Your responsibility is to hear his voice and to open the door to let him come in so he can sup with you and dine with you. That's your part. Now, if you grieve the Holy Spirit by not listening to the Holy Spirit speaking to you, and you're like these religious leaders that Stephen was speaking to, and they were stiff-necked and resisting, and always resisting the Holy Spirit, you'll never dine with Jesus throughout eternity. You'll be with that group who will stand at the great white throne judgment and cast into the lake of fire. Jesus said, if any man hear my voice, Holy Spirit is probably speaking to you right now through this message. He's speaking to you right now, trying to get you to come and dine with him, to fellowship with him, to surrender your life over to him, to repent of your sins. Now, many people close that door. They have a great opportunity to choose to open the door and hear his voice, and then they can be away from that group, which is called none of those men. Now, let me say this, and then I'm finished. Here are two types of people. The first group is none of those men. There be the ones that will not enter into the kingdom of God. The other group will be some of those different men who will be different from none of those men, and they will open up their hearts, hear the Holy Spirit, not grieve him and not resist him, and surrender their lives and repent of their sins and turn to him and they will dine with him throughout eternity. He that has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit says unto the churches. Brother Gary. Well, it's time for us to take that commercial break. <clears throat> Excuse me. Our phone lines are open, and we want to hear from you. That number is one eight 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 F O R K F A X. That's one triple eight three six seven five three two nine. Don't be shy. Pick up that phone. Let us know what's on your mind. Again, that number is one eight eight eight. F-O-R-K-F-A-X. We'll be right back with more of Contending for the Faith. Back to Contending for the Faith with your host, Bay Area pastor, lecturer, counselor, and expert on the cults, Dr. Jerry L. Buckner. I'm Gary Bell. Once again, our phone lines are open. We want to hear from you tonight. That number is one eight 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 F O R K F A X. That's one triple eight three six seven five three two nine. Don't be shy. Pick up the phone. Let us know what's on your mind. If you have questions or comments for us tonight, uh, if you need prayer, we're here to pray with you. So give us a call. That number again is one eight 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 F O R K F A X. And once again, we want to begin by thanking everyone who's been praying for contending for the faith. Without your prayers and financial donations, we would never have been on the air for so many years. We also want to thank those who gave over this week, Jackie and Sandra, C.R., Charles, Diane, and Ronald, uh, Jerry and Nancy, Don and Cindy, and especially Sarah, Dr. Buckner's daughter, stepped up to the plate and hit a home run for this broadcast. I don't know if we should make an announcement how much she gave, but it was it was a big number, and it was just a blessing that uh, your daughter stepped up. And you know, nobody had to coerce her. Nobody asked her. She just... You know, Lord put it on our heart to do that, and we were just so touched by that gesture. And so we just want to encourage you to continue to pray for our ministry and continue to partner with us 
here at Contending for the Faith financially. You know, it, it costs us 400 a week to remain on the air. And if you enjoy the program and are blessed by Dr. Buckner's teachings, won't you partner with us to keep this vital ministry on the air? There's two ways that you can give. One, send a check or money order to Contending for the Faith, P.O. Box 553, Tiburon, California, 94920. That's Contending for the Faith, P.O. Box 553, Tiburon, California, 94920. Now, the second way is so much easier. Simply go onto your computer or laptop and go to contendingfaith.org, contendingfaith.org. And click on the donate button. It's that simple, and you will be a blessing to this ministry for time and eternity. Lives will be touched and changed by what you are doing and how you are being used of God to be a blessing to so many. You know, we always say at the end of the announcement or the end of the the program, we make an announcement to to drop us a note of encouragement. And so we, we... Got a note uh, over the last week, and so it's a short one, but we just were blessed by it. Nevertheless, it's encouraging to hear from folks. It says, Dr. Buckner, we love your show. Please keep preaching the original, true, unbiased, unfiltered, undistorted, loving word of God. Hope this helps. And they gave us a donation over the course of the week, Don and Cindy. I mean, it's, it's not, uh, you don't have to write war and peace. <laughs> But, you know, a few short lines of encouragement makes our day, you know, helps us to continue to do what we do. And sometimes, you know, we face opposition. You know, I believe there's a lot of warfare around our lives as a result of us participating in this ministry. The enemy does not like it. I can't tell you how much warfare it was when I had to sit in Dr. Buckner's chair that one week. (laughs) 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 The the enemy came out. (laughs) And it's always out, really. Um, he's busy in this world, and he's and he's always against uh, what God is trying to do in the lives of people. And we just so appreciate a note of encouragement that keeps us going, that blesses our hearts, that uh, just strengthens us. So we really appreciate that. We just want to encourage you. Be that person. Drop us a note of encouragement. Partner with us financially and continue to pray for contending for the faith. Dr. Buckner. Thank you, Brother Gary, so much for those encouraging words and challenging words. And we do want to thank everybody out there who gave, and including my daughter, uh, Sarah. Uh, We appreciate her stepping up to the plate. But that doesn't mean that uh, everybody should step back and say, well, she gave, and let's step back. No, we should never get complacent like that. We need to continue to be faithful so we can continue to be on the air because money goes fast, especially when you're dealing with a, a program like this where you have to pay 400 a week. All right. Well, let's get to uh, some of our callers, Brother Gary. All right. So we're going to go to CC Online 1? Yes, let's do that. Brother CC, how you doing? Uh, how you guys doing? We are truly blessed. How about yourself? Uh, I'm blessed. It's been a pretty, pretty hard day, but, you know, I'm blessed. Amen, brother. You're, you're too blessed to be stressed by the devil's mess and too blessed to be depressed by the devil's mess. Amen. Yeah. Amen. And what's on your heart tonight? I wanted to ask you um, a question in John sixteen thirteen. Yes. You could help, help me develop that. Or, I mean, yeah, you could develop it for me. Yes. Um, why don't you uh, read that uh, so we can, uh, the listening audience, in case somebody that don't have their Bibles, they can follow along. 
how it be. When he, the spirit of truth, comes, he will guide you in all truth. And I was just wondering that, you know, that part right there, if he could, if he could break that down, because I haven't never really heard much taught on that verse before. Right, right. And, and so let me just say a few things before that, is that this is a tremendous uh, chapter, along with uh, chapters 14 through uh, 16, uh, because it's one of the greatest uh, or some of the greatest chapters on the Trinity, because you have all the three distinct persons in the Godhead throughout interacting with one another, and uh, they are dialoguing and they are uh, d- demonstrating their uh, ministry to us, and it's just uh, an awesome thing. And uh, here, uh, when it talks about in verse uh, 13, uh, howbeit when he, the Spirit of truth is come, he will guide you into all truth. This is basically uh, Jesus speaking of the third person of the Trinity. See, when uh, the Father sent Jesus, he came to glorify, uh, you know, Jesus came to glorify the Father, and then the Holy Spirit is here to glorify the Son, and he is the one who Jesus is saying here that will guide us uh, to, uh, as the spirit of truth, he will guide us into all truth. In other words, because he's the spirit of truth and God cannot lie and God is all truth, that, and the Bible is true, uh, well, one thing about the Bible is that you can't understand it on your own. You can't understand uh, not only the Bible uh, by yourself, but you can't understand life by itself. And the Holy Spirit has come to guide you not only towards the truth of the Scripture, but also the truth of who Jesus is, because people uh, that are rejecting him, the Holy Spirit's job is to convict them of uh, the truth, because people who don't accept Jesus are living in a lie. They have been deceived, and uh, even if they continue to reject him, you know, it talks about in Second Thessalonians chapter 2 that God will send strong delusions that they will believe a lie than the truth. You notice that, how it says that in Second Thessalonians chapter 2. Uh, so uh, the Holy Spirit, is, his job is to, uh, you know, bring us to the truth. Uh, he is truth. So Jesus is speaking of a double uh, thing here because he's letting his followers know that the Holy Spirit is the truth. I mean, he is not a lie. He is not uh, deceptive. He is the truth of God. He is the representative of Jesus. And you remember Jesus had said in John 14 and 6, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man comes to the Father but by me. So Jesus, he says, he's truth. And then he says, the Holy Spirit is the one who is going to be here after he goes, and he will continue to guide you in the truth. So before the Holy Spirit came, Jesus was the truth. He was giving them the truth. And now that Jesus has gone to be with the Father, he says, I'm going to leave you with the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit, will, it's not only he's letting them know that he is truth himself, like I was truth, and uh, which means that he's God too, because to say that Jesus is truth and say that the Spirit is truth, and then it talks about God is truth, that means that 
all of them is the one God, and they all share the equal truth as the one God. So here, howbeit when he, the spirit of truth, is come. So Jesus is talking about when he comes, he will guide you into all truth, which means he will illumine you, inspire you, you know, convict you, open up your understanding to the supernatural revelation of all the truth by which God has revealed himself in truth. And this means that he'll also inspire the scriptures to come alive in your spirit where your spirit will say, this is true, you know. And so we say to the atheists, the agnostics, and the skeptics, and those who are constantly saying that the Bible is a book of, is just a lie, and that Jesus is not the truth. Well, if you don't end up uh, doing what those people were doing with Stephen, uh, being stiff-necked, and you uh, don't resist the Holy Spirit. Remember, I was talking about that earlier. If we don't resist the Holy Spirit, then he will open up our eyes to Jesus. He will convict us that the Jesus is truth, he's truth, and he'll guide us into the truth so we will not be deceived by any lies in our lives because the devil is the father of all lies. That's what Jesus said in John 8 and 44. He's the father of all lies. So in in dealing with warfare every day of our lives, the the enemy is involved with deceptive lies. And so we got to constantly be guided by the Spirit now that Jesus is in heaven we got to constantly be guided by the Spirit so we don't be deceived by the lies of the enemy. So hopefully that helps out. That helped out a lot. That helped out a lot. I was wondering you keep going. I know you guys are the callers on there, man. I always enjoyed it so much. I appreciate it. You're welcome. And let's get your prayer request because we got a lineup of callers, and let's get your prayer request. You can pray for me and my family, my mother, Rosalinda, and also I'm praying for confirmation on something very serious, and I need God's guidance in that to make the right decision. Um, in that choice, and then if you could pray um, also just for uh, the rapper E, the Bay Area rapper uh, E Forty, and um, Too Short. Okay. Alrighty, let's go before the Lord in prayer on that, brother Gary. All right. So, Lord, we just come before you right now, and we just thank you for brother CC. We pray, Lord God, for uh, it's his question on the Holy Spirit leading in all truth. We pray the Holy Spirit would lead him in all truth in respect to this confirmation that he needs, Lord God, that he would just be able to discern which direction you're leading him, Lord God, that you would make it clear. And Lord God, that as he sits at your feet, Lord God, that you would speak truth into his heart, into his life, that you would just quicken his spirit as he reads your word, that those, that that appropriate scripture would just leap off the page and and give him that confirmation as well. We pray for his mother Rosalinda. We pray for E forty and too short. We pray, Lord God, also for this this unrest that's going on in our country now, right now, Lord, over this racism. And we pray, Lord God, for peace to reign in the hearts of men. We pray, Lord God, that you rebuke the devil who is behind all of it. We pray, Lord God, over this situation and. In North Korea, Lord God, that you would just intervene divinely in that, Lord God, that that there would not be a, a, a launch of a missile at all, Lord God, but Lord God, that you would just keep your hand on this situation, Lord God. We know you're able to do exceedingly abundantly above all we could ask or think, and we know 
Lord God, the world is tense right now. We just pray peace over this situation, your perfect peace, which surpasses all understanding, guard hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. So, Lord, we thank you today. We thank you that you are a loving God. We thank you, Lord God, that we can stand in confidence, Lord God, even though we may not know what the future holds, we know who holds our future. And so we thank you today, Lord God, that you said in your word, that good thing you started in us, that you will be faithful to bring it into completion. We give you glory in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Brother Gary. Thank you, uh, Cece, for your call, and God bless you. Thank you. If you can, you guys can keep me on the line. If you, and, um, you, you guys have my number. I need you guys to send the information because I, I, I want to better write it all down right now uh, so I can send some uh, send something in um, toward you know you guys' uh, radio station. So I need the information. You guys have my phone number, so you guys can call me with information, leave it on my voicemail. I appreciate it. We appreciate it. It's long overdue for you to step up and be a blessing. All right. So we yeah, appreciate right. that. Appreciate we'll, that. We'll do it. All okay, right. let's go to our next caller. Jermaine's been holding. Hello, Jermaine. How are you doing? Oh, I'm doing very well. Well, thank you for your patience uh, with us. And uh, what's on your heart tonight? Well, uh, my question tonight was on uh, marriage with um, all the recent controversies in our country on what, what exactly a marriage is. I, uh, I know that a lot of people who have been married outside of the church where they may have been married in a, uh, a, a court setting or married in some kind of ceremony, but... They're Christians, and, you know, maybe they did this in their youth, and it's kind of too late to turn back the clock, but they still honor their vows before the Lord. And I was just wanted to ask, is there any biblical precedent for what exactly constitutes a marriage ceremony? Because the first mention of marriage I see is in Genesis chapter 2, I think it's verse 22 to 24, where God talks about cleaving to your wife. And I, and I say that because all the confusion going on nowadays, and I know that I have some Catholic friends who their marriage isn't considered valid unless it's in the Catholic Church. So I just want to get your um, your opinion on that. Well, thank you so much. I think you knocked a home run by what you just said in Genesis 2 and 24 uh, in particular, and especially uh, the verses 22 through 24. <coughs> Excuse me. And... Um, that is one of the greatest examples starting in the Garden of Eden where God was the one who brought together uh, the man and the woman. And notice it says man, and it says and wife, meaning woman. He didn't say uh, Adam and Steve. He said Adam and Eve, and that was that's one precedent right there. And then uh, he made it clear that God was involved with the marriage ceremony, and God was the one that brought them together. I, I think, I believe that uh, any, the true marriage ceremony is consistently being dedicated to the biblical motif of uh, Genesis. I mean, you can't improve upon God establishing the greatest example to us in the Garden of Eden and with the first man and the first woman. And uh, and so God wants it to be that way today. Uh, he wants to work through uh, a godly man uh, to perform this, and to uh, God should be the center of it. He was the center of Adam and Eve's marriage, and he uh, brought them together, and he simply uh, gives you this point here 
therefore shall, in verse 24 of Genesis 2, therefore shall a man leave his father and his mother and shall cleave unto his wife, and they shall be one flesh. I mean, you can improve upon that. And I believe that we should not try to change that up. We should be faithful to what God has established. And then we look at the other biblical motifs of what Paul says in Ephesians 5 and what he says in 1 Corinthians 7. And through the, throughout the book of, uh, of Corinthians, he lays out the biblical motif of a wife and a husband and on and on and on. And God is involved with that, too, and they use godly men to bring the people together in a ceremony. And not to say that uh, that if a judge does it or someone else other than being uh, that's not Christian, I mean, it's still a marriage because it's from the legal standpoint of the state. But when it comes to the biblical motif, we need to follow the instructions of the way God has already established it in Genesis as well as in Corinthians and in Ephesians 5. So uh, that's a good question, but I think you knocked a home run and what some of the things you said earlier, you're, you're right on target with that. All right, Dr. Buck. And so, you know, just for clarity, but no institution can can use, like, their own traditions to declare what is and is not a marriage. Uh, Jermaine, hold, hold that thought. We need to go to a commercial break. We'll be right back, and, and we'll finish with you. Well, it is time for us to take that commercial break. Our phone lines are open. We want to hear from you. That number is 1-888-F-O-R-K-F-A-X. That's one 367 5329 Don't be shy. Pick up the phone and let us know what's on your mind. Again, that number is 1-888-F-O-R-K-F-A-X. We'll be right back with more of Contending for the Faith. Welcome back to Contending for the Faith with your host, <clears throat> Bay Area Pass. We've been fighting our throats all night long. Excuse me. As soon as we start the program, it goes away. <laughs> Lord, help us. Help us. <laughs> That's what Peter cried out when he was uh, sinking. And Lord, help us. So anyway, where was I? What, 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 I, what am I doing? Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Besides clearing your throat. Right, huh? right. Our, our toll-free number is 1-888-F-O-R-K-F-A-X. That's one Triple eight three six seven five three two nine. Pull it together here. <laughs> Don't be shy. Pick up the phone. Um, we just want to again thank everyone who's been praying for the broadcast and all of you who have been partnering with us financially over the years. And we just want to encourage you: keep praying, keep giving, because it's so vitally important that we're consistent in both areas to keep this program on the air and functioning the way God intended. There's two ways that you can give. Send a check or money order to Contending for the Faith, P.O. Box 553, Tiburon, California, 94920. That's Contending for the Faith, Post Office Box 553, Tiburon, California, 94920. Or simply go on your uh, computer, your laptop, your smartphone, your tablet. Go online to contendingfaith.org, contendingfaith.org. And hit the donate button, and it's that simple. We cannot thank you enough for your constant prayers and for your consistent giving. It's so vital to keep contending for the faith on the air. Dr. Buckner. Thank you, Brother Gary. And we were talking with Jermaine, uh, and uh, we were talking about uh, marriage and some issues around that. And, and you were getting ready to say something, Jermaine, before we went to the commercial break? Oh yes, Dr. Buckner. Just um, I know a lot of people who are personally confused because they they hold 
a high reverence for uh, certain religions, and uh, you know, namely the, the Catholic Church, the priests, and whatnot. And uh, this isn't—I'm not trying to pick on any Catholics, but that's that's what I seem to encounter the most. And and they firmly believe that their marriage is not valid if it wasn't done by a priest in a church and probably cost thousands of dollars. So that's that's why I just uh, wanted to call you for some clarity. Yes, uh, you know what people don't understand. I think Gary wants to say something on this too, but they don't understand that uh, <clears throat> when uh, marriage is 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 based in in terms of uh, the states, it's based upon uh, one's vows, and that uh, you become legal under the vows of the states and in terms of marriage. So it's legal because of that, because of when it relates to the institutions. I just think that when one does it in the church uh, setting, it, you know, you have God's blessings upon it. I think that's the difference is that it's not to say that the marriage is not uh, valid if it's not done in the church uh, by a minister or a priest. The, the reality is that I want all the blessings I can get, and I want to do it God's way so that I can get blessed. And I think people who do it outside the church and they leave God out of it, it doesn't mean that it's not a valid marriage. It's a marriage because of the states. But the blessings of God is not upon it until they do it God's way. And that's one of the reasons why there are so many divorces. And then even if you get married in the church and you don't stay under being committed to God's uh, uh, biblical motif, uh, it can still end up in a divorce because you're not doing it God's way. And so... Uh, people have some strange beliefs about unless it's done in the church by a priest or by a, a pastor, they say that it's not a marriage. No, that's not true because it would you would be going against the state. But we're talking about blessings and doing it God's way. And a lot of times, uh, uh, you know, uh, we just want to make sure we're convicted by that that uh, biblical motif to, to be blessed by God. Gary, you want to add something to that? Well, well, you know, just to piggyback on what you said, you know, the reality is uh, marriage God, is God's institutional property. Nobody should be messing with it, tampering with it or changing it. You know, so all these things that have been happening over the past few years about gay marriages and all that stuff is, is you know, they're violating God's institution intellectual property if you ask me and, you know it's it's changing it uh distorting it twisting it into something that it was never intended and that's you know that's god's business that they're tampering with and then also you know in terms of getting my wife and i got married in reno first but we weren't saved once we got saved and you know we, we and some time went by we got convicted about it so we got married again in the church um, but the Catholic Church does not hold a monopoly on it, you know, as far as, as Christian marriages go. Otherwise, they invalidate anything that's any other marriage that, that happened outside the Catholic Church. So all these Baptists, Methodists, Pentecostals, and all those other Christian denominations are saying that those marriages are invalid. Come on. God's in them, you know, and to, to deny that was, is foolishness. Absolutely. So hopefully that helps you out, Brother Jermaine. That's a very good question, though. We always enjoy your questions. You have, always have some good questions. We appreciate that. Well, you know, thank both of you. And uh, you know, I really appreciate Brother Gary's anecdotes just, uh, as far as God's property being violated. Uh, Judge Judy's going to have nothing on Jesus Christ on Judgment Day. That's right. That's right. Absolutely. It's his intellectual property that people, uh, you know what, God's going to take them 
uh, pass court to something else. <laughs> mm-hmm, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And and God is above uh, Judge Judy. So, yeah, yeah. you know, he's, he's the, the he's real the, judge. He's the judge, all right. When his gavel well, when his gavel comes you. down, it's all over. Amen. <laughs> well, we appreciate your call and your question too, and God bless you. All right, God bless you. All, all right. right, we want to go to Brother Rick. Hello, Brother Rick. Are you there, Brother Rick? I'm here. All righty. How you doing this evening? I'm feeling better. I got good news uh, the other day. My uh, my the bacterial infection has been uh, rated negative now. It's gone from my system, so uh, I'm just uh, going through the process of healing right now. They're testing to see how far I can walk, and I'm just praying for a discharge as soon as possible. Amen. Well, that is good news. That is good news. Rick, we miss you. We appreciate you. Uh, You know, you've been with me in ministry a long time, and I know that a lot of other people out there are praying for you, and thank you for your call and, and your prayer requests. and. We want to take it serious and, and before the Lord and just pray for you and that God will continue to restore you and renew you and, and give you the grace and peace to endure, but also to get back as well to the ministry. I know you desire to do that. Uh, so you have been— uh, Before the prayer, I wanted to piggyback off something. Okay. I, want, I, I mean, because uh, Jermaine, Jermaine did ask a good question, and we had all the— and, and there was another thing I always think about when, uh, you know, when we talk about marriage. God is not the author of confusion. Because when, when you look at all the scriptures that, that are shared on marriage, everything is in black and white, man and woman. There's nothing, there's nothing, uh, there's nothing more added to it. He says he's not the author of confusion. And he likes everything done decently and in order. Yes. Oh, absolutely. Well, yet you uh, hit a home run with that, and thank you for that. Well, let's uh, get to your prayer uh, requests here, and then we're going to try to squeeze in my uh, granddaughter or or grandchildren. Uh, I think they are calling from Houston, Texas. We're going to try to squeeze them in. But uh, did you? uh, So, did you have any other prayer requests or? Yeah, just just pray. Just pray for a movement on the uh, discharge. Okay, well, let's go before the Lord on that. All right, Lord, we just thank you for Brother Rick. We thank you for that you're working in his life, Lord God. We pray for a continuous healing, continuous healing, Lord God, that you would touch his body from the crown of his head to the bottom of his feet, Lord God, particularly those feet, that you protect them and keep them whole and healthy, Lord God. We pray, Lord God, that you would bless him, Lord God, to be able to to be discharged on time, but in your time, Lord God, not too soon, not too late, but right on time and in your timing. We pray, Lord God, that Brother Rick would have everything he needs to maintain his health, Lord God, that you, Lord God, would restore him and raise him up, strengthen him and encourage him, Lord God, to keep keep going forward because you're not done with him yet. That good thing in, you started in him, Lord God, you will be faithful to bring it to completion, Lord God. Bless him, strengthen him, and encourage him. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Amen. Thank you, Brother Gary, and thank you, Rick, for your call, and uh, God bless you. You want to Hold on, and so that you can hear the rest of the program, or you want to do that? Yeah, I'll hold on. Let me hold on because I want to hear you folks. Okay, thank you so much. <clears throat> All right, let's go to uh, Houston, Texas. <laughs> All right, let's go to Houston, Texas, <laughs> and go without dealing with all that heat there, yeah. <laughs> the humidity. Let's see uh, who's on the line here. Yes, uh, who do De- we have on the line here? Delaney? Delaney. 
Delaney, how you doing? Darian, Darian and Darian, both of my grandchildren. How you guys doing? Good. How are you? Well, we're truly blessed. And I want to say to the listening audience that uh, my grandson, uh, Darian, is his 19th uh, birthday to- today. Wow. Amen. <laughs> so we, we would, uh, uh, since we got uh, like sore throats or something like that, we would sing on the air. Happy, Happy birthday to you. <laughs> Happy birthday to you. That's as good as it's going to get. <laughs> Amen. Hopefully we didn't run everybody away out there and listening. <laughs> We got somebody else in the background there singing "Happy Birthday" as well. Happy birthday! <laughs> okay, we've finished contaminating the airwaves. <laughs> amen, amen, amen. Well, how's it feel to be 19 years of age, Darian? Feels good. Oh, good, man! Good. You're pushing us all out of the universe. Yes, man. that's what my father. <laughs> that's what my father would always say. You're pushing us out of the universe. You turn 19. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yes, that's a. That's not your child. That's your grandchild. That's brother. my grandchild. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> amen. Amen. We sure appreciate you guys uh, calling in, and uh, we uh, trust that you did some wonderful things on your birthday. Yes, sir. I, I was calling for some prayer. Some prayer, okay. What what do you have on your heart? Birthday uh, cards full of money, right? <laughs> <laughs> you uh, already got that. <laughs> yes. What's on your heart? I was, uh, I was calling for prayer for co- getting ready for college for school. Yeah. You know. Okay. For college. And, uh, for God helping, letting me get to nineteen years of age. Okay. Those are some very good uh, prayer requests right there. And how about you, uh, Delaney? Um, for school and my family. Okay. All righty. Well, those are two uh, excellent prayer requests, and let's go before the Lord in prayer on those prayer requests. Uh, Brother Gary. <clears throat> All right. Lord, we just thank you for Dr. Buckner's grandchildren. We thank you, Lord God, that you uh, have given him such an um, amazing legacy that children that love the Lord and grandchildren that love the Lord, that they're passing that legacy down <clears throat> through the generations, Lord God, that, that you, Lord God, would just move in uh, their lives, especially with the onset of school, that they would be blessed in their endeavors, Lord God, that you would give them wisdom beyond their years, supernatural wisdom, creativity, imagination, and favor when it comes to school and to college and the things that they do. And also, Lord God, give them wisdom to to make good decisions. Bless them to make the right friends and keep them from the wrong ones, Lord God. We pray, Lord God, a hedge of protection and a wall of fire be around them and their family as the school year begins. And Lord God, just give them great success and great blessings. And help them always to remain faithful to you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Brother Gary. And thank you, uh, Darian Delaney, for calling in all the way from Houston, Texas. And we love you guys. And tell your parents we said hello and give our love out to them as well. So, Delaney, how old are you? I didn't get your age. I'm 15. 15. Wow. I remember you calling up and you were just a little bitty person. <laughs> Time flies. <laughs> yes, yes. Wow. Well, thank you guys for Thank you. Thank you guys for calling in and God bless you, okay? Okay, thank, thank you. you. We love you. All right, we love you as well. 
And uh, it's nice to be loved. Amen. Amen. <laughs> All right. Thank you for your call. And I want to say this before we uh, go out, uh, get off the program, uh, that uh, <clears throat> when I gave a talk uh, about a week or two ago <clears throat> in Fairfield, uh, the pastor there at the church enjoyed me so much and the Lord and the people that they've been wanting to have me come back out there and do an all-day thing on Saturday. We're hoping to set up something for the last Saturday of September. We'll keep everybody posted on that. And uh, But they were really touched by God using me out there and said the people were just saying, bring him back, bring him back. So I uh, just was checking with Gary's schedule, and we're going to uh, endeavor to go out there again. I just got to confirm it with his date. And then we'll let the listening audience know. We want y'all out there this time. Amen. <laughs> All righty, Brother Gary. You're going to knock a home run in the name of Jesus. All right. <clears throat> See if my voice will hold out. <clears throat> well, we've come to the end of tonight's exciting broadcast. We'd like to thank Vince, our engineer, Frederick, our phone counselor, and you, our listening audience, <clears throat> for being part of tonight's program. It's important for us to hear from you. Your letters and cards are an encouragement to us, so please drop us a note. Let us know how the program has blessed you. You can reach us at Contending for the Faith, P.O. Box 553, Tiburon, California, 94920. You can also reach Dr. Buckner by phone at area code 415-721-1778. And if you have friends or relatives outside the broadcast area, encourage them to listen to Contending for the Faith online at kfax.com. Please keep us in your prayers until next week at this time when we once again give you the opportunity to ask questions, make comments, and dialogue with Dr. Buckner, always with one purpose in mind, to equip, exhort, and better enable you to contend for the faith. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.